2020 one more time. Way to go, guys. Pots, was that, was that, uh, were you guys both in your car? Was that planned? That was kind of cool. So, seniors, this word is for you, but also all of us. As we move forward and, and transition from one place to the next, there's one thing that God asks us to do, and that's what I want to talk about today. But first, I actually want to just think of something that's pretty cool. So, two commandments in, in the Ten Commandments talk about... Uh, well, five of them talk about our relationship with God and um, us and God. And one of them talks about our parents. And the one right before that is the one that we're going to talk about today. But it's so cool to see parents honoring students, their kids. Kids, look at me, little ones and big alike. Let's honor our parents. Let's honor our parents. God wants us to honor our parents. So students, remember to honor your parents when you go to college. You know, pick up the phone, actually call them. Don't just ignore the text or send them a DM on IG. You know, call them, spend time with them. They do your laundry, all those things. And parents, we're praying for you. This is a fun and hard transition. So, all right. This discipline that we're looking at is, you may have figured it out, it's Sabbath. Honoring the Sabbath. What is the Sabbath? Well, some people think that Sabbath is just com coming to church. Others think that Sabbath means don't do anything, including go to church. Uh, we can have like a weekend. That can be your two-day Sabbath. But it's one of the big ten. So in the first ten commandments, God actually says observe the Sabbath. So let's, let's turn there first. It's in Exodus chapter 20, verses 8 through 11. It says, remember to observe the Sabbath day by keeping it holy. You have six days each week for your ordinary work, but the seventh day is a Sabbath day of rest dedicated to the Lord your God. And on that day, no one in your household may do any work. This includes you, your sons and daughters, your male and female servants, your livestock, and any foreigners living among you. For in six days, the Lord made the heavens, the earth, the sea, and everything in them. But on the seventh day, he rested. That is why the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and set it apart as holy. So again, one of the Ten Commandments, God's Pretty straight up here, okay, the Sabbath. And you may be wondering is I have, if you have 10 things to tell God's people to live in God's way, would honoring the Sabbath be one of them? If you're asking me, no. I mean, I think of do not murder, do not steal, don't lie, don't commit adultery, honor God before all others. I think of those, but I don't think about Sabbath. But what I want to look at today is why that is so important and then four ways how we can observe the Sabbath. We can be sabbatical people honoring God one day a week. By the way, we're not going to say that Sunday's Sabbath or Saturday's Sabbath, that's up to you. But the point is one day a week where we literally rest unto the Lord. So Jesus has some things to say about this in Mark chapter 2. But before we go there... So it's so quick when we hear something from God or are told something, we start making rules. We want to do it. We want to, we want to obey God. And so, you know, we, we come up with all of these rules, all of these things that we can do and that we cannot do. And here, that's kind of what happens. So in the book of Leviticus, Old Testament, and also Deuteronomy, there's all these rules of what the Sabbath, how to honor the Sabbath, and it's pretty meticulous. 
Jesus in Mark chapter two is basically saying, hey guys, it's not just about the rules. Like the rules are there for a reason, but let's look at the big picture. So let's read in Mark chapter two, verses 23 through 28. One Sabbath day as Jesus was walking through some grain fields, his disciples began breaking off heads of grain to eat. But the Pharisees said to Jesus, look, why are they breaking the law by harvesting grain on the Sabbath? So real quick, They're harvesting grain on the edges of the field. Kind of cool because in the law, in the Torah, the Israel law, Israelite laws, it states that the outside of the field is to stay unpicked by the owner so that anyone, someone that needs food, the poor, someone that is going through a sojourner, they can pick from the field as they go. It's God's way to provide for us. And Jesus is that Sojourner, Jesus is that person that is just needing something to eat. Kind of cool. Verse 25, Jesus said to them, haven't you ever read in the scriptures what David did when he and his companions were hungry? He went into the house of God during the days of when Abiathar was high priest and broke the law by eating the sacred loaves of bread that only the priests are allowed to eat. He also gave some to his companions. Then Jesus said to them, here's the point. The Sabbath was made to meet the needs of people and not people to meet the requirements of the Sabbath. So the Son of Man is Lord even over the Sabbath. We need rest is what Jesus is saying here. We all have needs and one of those biggest needs is rest. Anyone who has a toddler in their house will tell you that the most sacred time of the day is nap time. And if you don't observe the sacred time of nap time when you have a little toddler or two or three, your day goes down the wayside. Any plans that you made, anything, remember that, parents? If your kids aren't rested, it's hard to do what one has planned. And it is likewise with us. If we are not rested in God, if we don't find our rest in who he is, we turn to other things. We look for rest in other ways. Therefore, making the Sabbath so important. And then that thing, the, the, the Son of Man is Lord even over the Sabbath. We need rest. And we need rest to know that God's got it. Seniors, I don't know if you're experiencing any sort of anxiety, like, oh my gosh, where are my friends gonna be? Where am I gonna live? What am I gonna do? What if I flunk this class? Or, you know, what if I skip too many classes and, and get this grade? Or, you know, if you're graduating college, what's my future gonna look like? Future spouse, future job? All of these things that can cause anxiety, anxiety, because ultimately we, we are not in control of what's gonna happen in our lives. Only God knows what's ahead. And so we feel that anxiety when we lose that sense of control, ability to to move this way or that way. That's when the Lord said, hey, one day a week, chill and remember that I got you, that that, that you're mine and that I have plans for you that'll blow your minds. And you actually won't understand if I tell you what I have 10 years in front of you because you'll think they're they're ridiculous. You'll think that no way that's not going to be me, maybe this person or that person. But see, it's God's plans for your life. And the way that we achieve God's plans for our life is we have to do life his way. We can't hold on and just do life our way. That is why the Sabbath is so important. So let's look at four, four how-tos. And these aren't gonna be like, don't do this, don't do that, or do that. These are gonna be a little bit more vague and that'll be your homework to figure out 
man, I, I kind of want to try the Sabbath thing one day a week. Again, it doesn't have to be Sunday, Monday. It can be a Tuesday or a Wednesday. But I'm going to try the Sabbath thing and, and rest unto the Lord for one day. So the first how-to is run. Everyone say run. Now, you may be thinking that's counterintuitive, Jose, because you just said to rest. I don't rest when I'm running. I get tired. Two minutes while I'm running, I'm already profusely sweating, especially if it's as hot as it is out here today, right? So why run? Well, here's why. Many times we don't rest because we are not satisfied with the work that we've done. And so Sabbath is not only about what you don't do on one day, it's actually more about what you do the six days before. And so run. Whatever you need to do, get it done. If you're a procrastinator like me, that's tough because we like to do things ultimately until the last minute and then we cram it in and then boom, done. But God says, run with endurance the race that I've laid before you. Let our work week be a rich week of work so that when it comes time to Sabbath, whew, we're resting, we're good. And maybe sometimes, you, maybe you've experienced this, but you'll be sitting, I'll be sitting on the couch watching football or, or the best one in the world, soccer, you know, and, and I'll be watching it and I'm resting, but up here, I'm just mulling over all the things that I didn't get done that week. And I'm not feeling restful. I'm feeling more anxious than if I was actually, I, I need to be at work to get those things done so that I can rest. Even thinking about it brings me a little bit of anxiety. So we're just, you know, totally into this, gotta go, gotta go, gotta, gotta do, what's tomorrow? The Lord says, hey, rest, rest. First thing in order to rest is run, run. I think another reason why we don't feel satisfied is we are not doing things that are pleasing to God. And so they're not satisfying us. And so we may be very busy. We may be doing a lot of things both in the workplace and also serving and stuff, but those things may not be the very things that please God. And ultimately, only the things that please God will fully satisfy. And so the second thing is retune, retune. Everyone say retune. Patrick, can I use your guitar? Sweet, thanks, man. All right, so this guitar is in tune. It's pleasant. So this is how we start our work week. In tune, we're good. We've just had a Sabbath, but then Monday comes around and uh, starts sounding a little funky. Tuesday, a little bit worse. Wednesday, and by the time we get to Friday, Everyone says, thank God it's right. And I'm done with Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. A amen. Anybody out there? And so your work week ends up being like. <laughs> I'm not going to retune your, your guitar, Patrick. I'll leave that to you. Thanks for letting me use it. Retune. That's how it be sometimes. Retune. How do we retune when we've gone through a really tough week? God says, hey, Sabbath and use the best tuner, the Word of God. Open up the Word of God and, and allow it to nourish your soul. So when we're done with a week, we dedicate one day, and it's not the whole day of reading the Bible, but let's at least start by opening it up and reading some truth in here that's, that's gonna bring that fulfillment and that satisfaction, and it's going to allow us to feel, man, I really blew it this week, but I'm so glad that I'm a child of God and that I don't have to be a slave to fear, and I'm just remembering those things, and we're reflecting on who God says we are, and we're, we're claiming God's redemption for us in that day. We retune. 
So by the time the next week comes, we're ready to roll, baby. We're in tune and we have the perfect tune here that allows us to see those things in us. Philippians 2 verses 12, 13 says, Dear friends, this is Paul speaking to the church in Philippi. He says, Dear friends, you always followed my instructions when I was with you. Now, if you've ever been with a pastor or, or, or a community group leader or someone that's like really spiritual, you've probably done that. Like when you're with that person, always followed instructions. And now that I'm away, it is even more important. Why does he say that? Because when we're away, when I'm not hanging out with people that love Jesus and are really passionate about God's word and God's truth, I start acting a fool and getting detuned real quick. And that's just our sinful nature. And so he says, work hard to show the results of your salvation, obeying God with deep reverence and fear. For God is working in you, giving you the desire and the power to do what pleases him. When we retune, when we're tuned into God's word, nothing will be more satisfying than doing what God wants us to do. Even if it doesn't make sense, even if it's not fun. And high school students, you're about to be invited to a lot of things and a lot of different things out in college. And, and we are too, oftentimes, we're called to these things. They're like, man, I just wanna have fun. Wouldn't God want me to just relax and, and just have a good time? And, and the answer is, well, if it's not something that pleases God, the answer is no, every time. Doesn't matter who it's with or, or what the purpose is. The point is, is that when God asks us to obey him, it says with deep reverence and fear because only he will satisfy. And we're myopic. We only see right here. We're like, well, it'll be fun for the next three hours. And God says, well, let me zoom out and show you what 20 years of doing this will do to you. Won't be so fun anymore. So it's so important that we retune and thank God that living an unfulfilling life is more tiring than a whole day outside doing yard work in this type of weather. Amen? Unfulfilling life is not something that God wants us to live. He actually wants us to live the most satisfying life. And that's the third thing we, what's the first one? We run, we retune. And the third is we recharge. We recharge. And we recharge doing things that we enjoy like watching a soccer game. If you haven't tried, just try it, you know, especially now. Uh, Bundesliga, German, is some of the only sports in, don't nod your head at me, Ben. I'm looking at you, bro. Soccer is great. I'm excited for football to come back too. Point is, there are things that you enjoy that recharge you. Do those things. Be outside. Do things that, that, are, that are healthy and, and that will allow you to just breathe on your Sabbath day. But also delight yourself in the Lord. In Psalms 37, verses three through five says, trust in the Lord and do good. Then you will live safely in the land and prosper. Take the light in the Lord and he will give you your desires, your heart's desires. Commit everything you do to the Lord. Trust him and he will help you. All of us have dreams. All of us have aspirations, visions that we're gonna do something great. And I want you to be the greatest of the great at whatever you want to do. But I can tell you one thing, no one knows your heart better than God. And when you follow, yes, your dreams, but you follow Jesus first, he is going to satisfy and show you what your real dreams and the pathway that he has created you for a specific purpose. He's gonna show you that way. And that's going to be most satisfying of all. He's going to show you why he created you the way that he did, why he gave you that special thing that no one else, maybe that was an insecurity in your life that you're like, but nobody else is like that. And God says, but I love that about you. 
And I'm actually gonna use that for my purposes to bless somebody else in my name. God wants us to delight in him so that he can show us the desires of our heart so that we can fulfill his purposes. And we need to recharge with that. We need to remember that just like we need to recharge our phones and we need to recharge our computers and all of our wonderful technology. Let's recharge by taking delight in the Lord. And the last one, you know it starts with an R, is rest. Finally, Sabbath, rest. Sabbath comes from the Hebrew word called Shabbat, which literally means work, uh, resting from our labor, resting from work. And so we rest. We don't work. Whatever you normally do from Monday to Friday, maybe Saturday, just take that off. Or if Wednesday, you don't have work Wednesday, rest on Wednesday or on Thursday. It doesn't need to be on a Sunday or Sunday when you come here and you retune and then you take the rest of the day off and enjoy the Super Bowl uh, Dallas Cowboys season that we're about to see. Anybody? No? The this, this Super Bowl Texan season that, that we're excited to see. All right, I'll move on. But you know, nothing brings us more rest than scrolling two hours on social media. Maybe those that left are the only ones that scroll and scroll on social media. That doesn't give you rest. That gains my mind tired because of the amount of comparison and the amount of things you see everybody else doing. You forget the life that you're living yourself. The way that we find rest is in Jesus. That's it. And I know that's the right answer, but, but read these words and let them really speak to you this morning. And worship team, you, you can come back up. I'm closing. These are the words of Jesus right before he talks about Sabbath rest. He actually says this. This is in Matthew chapter 11, verses 28 through 30. Jesus says, come to me all who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. We can do so many things to find rest in this world, but nothing will give rest to our souls like coming to Jesus. We talked about prayer last week. In prayer, we can go to Jesus anytime, but now we're talking about a little longer, a whole day. We're, we're in family. We're doing the things that we love with the people that we love. And we're retuning. We, we're saying, Lord, what's going on in here? I, I, want, to be, I, I want to be in your frequency. I, I, want, I want to be totally in tune with you. Or, Lord, I just need to recharge. I've had a tough week, so I'm delighting myself in you. And, and lastly, let's find rest in who God has called us, his sons and his daughters. He loves us so much. And so if you can close with me, if you would be willing to close with me in prayer, I want you right where you are to think about anything that is keeping you from feeling that rest. Anything that's keeping you from truly exhaling and saying, God is good, or my life is good, or, or this is troubling me, or that is troubling me. And where you are right now, I, I want to encourage you to think about that thing and, and fully release it to God and say, Lord, you are who you say you are. I trust you. You are my Lord, you're my master, you're in charge, and I need you to take this worry, anxiety, concern, frustration, anything. Lord, I choose to rest. Rest in the fact that you came and you carried the weight of my sin and canceled it in full. And now you say that our yoke 
that your yoke is easy and burden is light. So we no longer have to carry the burden of our sin. You have carried it for us and we thank you. And so we release these things to you, Jesus. And Lord, I pray for anyone in the house that's struggling with, with finances or, or with a relationship at home. I pray for reconciliation to happen. Father, anybody that is thinking about taking that next step with you, whatever that looks like, Father, I pray that in this place, in this time, it would take that next step, Father, and, and feel the reality that our Heavenly Father is pursuing each one of us this morning that you, God, are on mission to capture our heart. That is why you say, come to me, find rest. And I'm so grateful, God, to be a part of this church family, to be able to worship like we're worshiping today. And I speak your blessing in Jesus' name over every person in this place and watching via the live stream. I pray this in Jesus' name, amen.